I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about the movies, specifically being set crime dramas set in Boston, Massachusetts, like the upcoming movie Quincy, starring uh, Godfather of the show, Matt Damon, Casey Affleck, which I believe is still filming in, uh, in our jurisdiction here in the greater Boston area. What did they change the name to? It's not Quincy anymore, is it? No, it's, I think it's Manchester by the Sea 2. No. The follow-up people were clamoring for. It's actually for. a secret, uh, sequel to Coda. Hmm. <laughs> oh, Coda. A movie that won Best Picture that everyone... It's Mark Wahlberg playing a deaf guy. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I can't hear anything. Finally, I'll get my Oscar. Good karma. Hey, are you guys excited that HBO Max changed to Max? <laughs> I've been watching all the, the hot new programming they got over there. I, I fully do not understand what they were doing there. I mean, what they got in this big changeover, I guess it was a big production for people to like sign in. So they're alienating everybody. And all you get out of this, if you're an HBO Max guy, now you can watch Food Network stuff. You can watch like... That's it. Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And Discovery Plus. We already pay for Discovery Plus. Well, now you can cancel that. It's all folded under Max. It's all there? All of Discovery, I think. You might I'm going to have to double check. check. Yeah, we don't want to lose anything. If I'm questioning it, it's probably not all there. Uh, I'll have LD do a deep dive later because that's something that would be nice to cut loose. I believe Discovery Plus is the thing she pays for. Yeah. Lucy, mean, if you're listening to this, which I know you're not, do a deep dive. Make sure that we're not double paying. Mm. Monty's worst nightmare. Yeah, I need to use one of those apps they're always advertising. Like, you're paying for this and this, and you don't even know yeah. it. You got to zip zap into this and figure Cod it out. Cod and I were mentioning that last week on air. Yeah, like, it's one of those things where I don't even, there's a part of me that does just, I don't want to know it all. Because mm. I feel like it would be horror movie adjacent, just seeing some of them. <laughs> Beef is afraid. Well, here's a good one. I pay to come. This is very dumb. It's a reveal, whatever. When I mm. first opened my business in 2018, I paid a company called Wise Stamp to make me a an email signature that would go with every email that I sent. Mm. You pay them to get it like formatted, whatever, but it was too much for what it was. I was like, it's fifty dollars, like, or, and I did it, and I was like, fuck it, whatever. And you had a sick like aim away message type I, signature I that had like Dropkick Murphys shipping it to Boston links, etc. I did indeed, <laughs> but they did it, whatever. I said it, forgot about it. Fast forward five years or whatever it's been later mm. until very recently, and I realized they're charging me fifty two dollars every single year. So I paid oh. 2019, 2020, 2021. I think 2022, I caught it. So four, I paid for like three and a half years. I emailed them and I was like, can you please stop charging me for this? Like I have the signature. Mm. I copied it. It's set. It's good. Like I don't, 
I'm, I don't know what I'm paying this for. And they just said, oh, well, you know, and I think I got them to like retroactively refund me a portion because they know that it's a complete work. Yeah. You owe us in perpetuity yeah. forever for this fucking copy and paste thing that yeah. we put at the end of your emails. Remarkable. But there's lots of those. And HBO and Discovery Plus merging together is just... I have an older client who she said, oh, I was, I've been watching Succession. We really enjoyed it, but I guess we can't watch the last episodes. And I said, why? And she's like, oh, well, you know, HBO, like there's something wrong and it just wouldn't let me look at it. So we just watched something else. And I was like, no, 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 you can... You're on Apple TV? Okay, yeah, you have the HBO Max app. And I explained it to her. She looked at me like I had three heads. I was like, yeah, I know. It's very dumb. Yeah, they just make it complicated and confusing for people. I guess the reason they did it, I probably mentioned this, but like... You did. I, they wanna, not today. They want to focus on their like kids programming. And they think people won't subscribe to a kids oh. thing that has HBO in the title. Because HBO is gritty and pornographic. But it, I don't know. The whole thing's just silly, and it's all a goof. And I can't really recommend signing up at this moment. HBO's not really cooking with a lot of gas. Their two big shows, Succession and Barry, end in two days. Well, right, and then what left? Like the got, White Lotus <laughs> mishmash season coming up. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I'm I'm kind of good on White Lotus. Like, yeah, it was good. I watched it. It was fine. But like, if you told me today that I could never watch White Lotus ever again, I wouldn't blink. I feel like he's due for a dud season. Seasons one and two are really good, and I wonder how long Mike White can keep this up. Mm. I'm, I'll keep watching, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how long. I don't know either. I, I, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I have nothing bad to say about it. Mm. I don't like seeing Michael Imperioli outside of The Sopranos. I don't care how good he is in things. I just mm. don't like it. It's strange. I don't like seeing Edie Falco in things outside of The Sopranos. Now that you're mentioning it. Oh, you mean like Bupkiss and then Nurse Jackie again? Yeah. Is there more Bupkiss coming? I think I saw that the writer's oh, strike is delaying season two. Fuck yeah, dude. I, I, we got to fucking end the strike. We got to... People need more Bupkiss. I America saw- has Bupkiss fever. This is fucking kick-ass. It's fucking sick. Mm. I actually enjoyed Bupkiss. I thought it was fun, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. I, it's, you know, whatever. Can I'm, I not gonna, I'm not going to lie and say I hated it to be cool. Can I take you down to the new movie corner, let you know what's playing in theaters at this moment in time? Yes. I know you're fired up about this. Uh, Disney's latest lifeless, soulless live-action remake of one of their beloved animated classics comes out this weekend, The Little Mermaid. I think that The Little Mermaid is one of the least necessary live-action reboots in their entire catalog. And the it being wrought with controversy over people caring what race Ariel is. Just who fucking yeah, cares? All that aside, the movie looks like all these movies do, insane because they're trying to make realistic looking animals like have emotions. They have like a crab with googly eyes interacting with real people in this movie. It looks like scary. And kids are going to go see this and be like, oh my God. Like, I feel like for the last couple of years, Disney has been playing some sort of weird hand where like they're going to trick people into giving their stuff good reviews even though it's crap based mm. on some sort of like woke witchcraft like oh black ariel and then people are like afraid to write a negative review it's all just about that like opening weekend right this movie will make money because people are like oh there's a new version of the little mermaid we should probably all go see it but no one will like it no one will talk about it nope. for any reason after like you know a year the people who enjoy it will be like moms and their children. They'll see it. 
forget about it, whatever, probably pay for it again when it comes onto iTunes. And then the people who, like the racist right-wing lunatics who have a problem with a black woman being in a white character will freak out. Mm. And then that's really the only people you'll hear it from. Like, I think yeah. if you're going casually to a Disney movie as a grown man, yeah. you should be arrested at the door. <laughs> it is funny that the takes people have. They're like, there's no black people with red hair. I'm just saying. Like, it's like, it's a talking crab. <laughs> Those don't exist either. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. That's not the problem with these movies. The problem is they're dog shit and they don't need to be made. <laughs> they're yeah, embarrassingly... it's not an issue of race. I'm sure the girl's lovely. It's yeah. an issue of it being a piece of crap. It's an issue of creative bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> Disney and... Plus just hemorrhaging a billion dollars. It's like, sure. This it's... is our Hail Mary. So yeah, our choices this weekend are that mm. or the new Gerard Butler vehicle, Kandahar, <laughs> which I just learned about moments before we started the program. <laughs> I don't know where this what is playing. What the fuck is that? Hopefully somewhere read the, around here. Read the summary. Uh, a CIA operative mm -hmm. and his translator flee from special forces in Afghanistan after exposing a covert mission. Gerard Butler is churning features out this you mean, is hot you off mean plane in my top five for 2023 hot off the heels of plane he's got kandahar i think they're working on a sequel to plane called boat that's not even a joke it's not a bit yeah and i'm sure that there's another has fallen in the works <laughs> wasn't jamie fox attached to those maybe i can't even remember i'm thinking of what's White House Down, is that in the, it has fallen? That was the a similar movie that came out when the first one did. Okay. Maybe Jamie Foxx was in that one. I think he Somebody was... who watches bad movies, chime in and left the podcast at gmail.com. Jamie, friend of the show. Gerard Butler rules, but like almost everything he's ever done doesn't matter. Like Den of Thieves, I think, is a good, actual good movie. And do I think, you? I do, that? yeah. And oh, what would make you think that? I wonder. It's a tough one to defend, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. And I think heist movies are my favorite genre. And I like anytime they give 50 Cent a little room to run, shit, I'm down. Shit. Oh, shit, he's here. Shit, that's fucking right, man. What's up, 50? How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I noticed that you're doing an international tour to commemorate shit, yeah. the 20 yeah. something year anniversary of this album. Yeah, well, that's not important. What's important is Kandahar now in theaters. Start my guy, Gerard Butler. Are you and Gerard shit. Butler pretty tight ever since you filmed yeah. Den of Thieves together? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, that's cool. What, um, <laughs> how many inches is your penis? Oh, wow. He just darted out of the room. That was weird. Do you think it's really big or really small? Wow. I mean, we'll, we won't know. He's gone. Maybe we'll find out next time. Yeah, sure. Shit, that was a fun little pop by. <laughs> um, I, I had a bunch of questions about the power universe. I guess. There's like a whole new book coming. Did you see I sent you that page? Yes. Did you laugh? I did. Me like. I love the, the way he promotes those shows. Yeah, power. He's great. We love him here. Did you see that Will Ferrell is in talks to star as John Madden? In David O. Russell's that's gonna, that's gonna. Madden, a film about the origins of the Madden video game. Oh, good. The video game universe is expanding. Mm. Can't wait. I that's feel, gonna... I feel that Air has... And Tetris, these movies have set off a chain reaction of, oh, we could just make a movie about anything. Let's make a movie about John Madden creating John Madden football, and we'll have Will Ferrell play him, and David O. Russell will direct it. I like David O. Russell. Will Ferrell's hit and miss for me, but he's been in some stuff that I find very important. They both made some great stuff. I don't want to see either of them attached to this. 
Like, do you want to watch Will Ferrell do a John Madden impression for two fucking hours and probably 12 minutes? If Frank Caliendo could do anything but impressions, I would just say give it to him. <laughs> I don't know. This but I just... feel like he, he can't, I don't think he can do two hours of it. A, a John Madden impression is kind of hard. And Will yeah. Ferrell would have to gain a bunch of weight, right? I bet it wouldn't even be an impression. He'd probably like play it serious and mm. probably go for like an Oscar. I don't know. This just doesn't seem like... I can't imagine being wowed by the Madden movie. This isn't like the social network where it's like, I don't know the whole story. Like, let me see that and go like, find out what really happened. You watch this movie, it's like, yeah, John Madden was approached to make a video game and be the mascot. And there it happened. I David O. Russell is also one of the most all over the place directors in the business. So good luck. Yeah, he's been... It's like Three Kings meets old school. His last movie was Amsterdam. And that was something resembling unwatchable. Yeah, that was a pile of junk. I think it's sitting on Max right now, if you're curious. I watched that movie and it put me into a manic episode (laughs) almost immediately. You know what? I think it did to me too. (laughs) And I don't think I've stepped out of it since. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't that movie get nominated for like 400 technical Oscars and lose all of them, if memory serves? Sounds about right. I think it won for like some set design thing and that was it. I don't know. The movies? I like David O. Russell, though. I think um, American Hustle is extremely underrated. I think people mm-hmm. love to shit on it for no reason. I think I like Three Kings too. is cool. I actually really like Silver Linings Playbook, which I think got I... way too much praise and was that... put up on some sort of a strange pedestal. It's just a decently portrayed mentally ill couple i guess for lack of a better word it won oscars every movie that wins oscars people have to turn on that's Mm. what happens or when a movie gets too popular right everyone has to flip-flop that's not very clever it's not it's just yeah it's pretty textbook uh speaking of flip-flopping on movies we're one week from fast x we saw it this time last week did you see the box office I did. It's pretty juicy, although the, it is disappointing. It's down from the last entry. Oh. But what was it? Do you have it? 320 there? million. I think that's that's worldwide. Honestly, I'm not sure. The worldwide family really came out. There's no way that was just domestic, yeah. And there's no way that we're not making seven more, and it's going to be the greatest. Can thing. I read? Actually, I have a Vin. Do we have those clips? He's been like dropping. Pull up his Instagram while I read this this caption. He's been dropping I do have so it. many fucking poll quotes. I don't think it's on his Instagram, but I saw a video where he was talking about the... He's considering... After they make 10, 11, and 12, there's right. two more movies. There was supposed to just be one more. Now it's two more. And now he's saying he's considering a spinoff called The Toretto's yeah. after 12. So it's like, first of all, that's not a spinoff. That would just be more of the same. <laughs> like It's like, we're going to end the saga, and then we're going to branch <laughs> off do something completely new that you've never seen before. It's going to be called The Toretto's. It's um, going to be me in cars doing... <laughs> cool cast of his caption that he said was uh so grateful to all of our fast global family you truly are the best fans in the world and have made history i've read so many who are going two and three times to the theaters and it blows my mind those who have waited online just to get their tickets even if the next available showing is three days away i can't tell you how proud you have made myself the entire cast and crew, the studio. 
I mean, I'm crying. I'm in tears over here. Did I send you the end of Fast 7 clip the other day? I was trying to make you cry in the middle of the day. I forget where I... I think I might have forgotten to send it. Yeah, but I mean, that'll work. Mm. That'll get me there. You're just in tears at work? Yeah. I just love how insane he is. He's fully delusional, yeah. Yeah, and he's... I wish I could find the other clip. He's just been like, he's out there saying stuff. And every time... Well, the best part is in these all these videos that leak of him on TikTok. In one breath, he's saying, this is the greatest movie franchise in history. And then another clip leaked of him saying, after the first one, he told the studio that they shouldn't make sequels because typically in the 80s and 90s, any movie that had a sequel was shit. Mm. Oh, so yeah. he's like admitting that he didn't want the franchise at all in the first place, then talking about how fucking phenomenal and how it's all like on his back. Yes. That was the other thing. The thing you tagged me in of him saying like, look, when Fast Five and Fast Six came out, people were saying if these movies didn't have numbers attached to them, these would get nominated for Best Picture. Right. And then he goes further to say, it's almost like these aren't movies. It's like it's something more than a movie. And then this is like juxtaposed with like pictures of him like holding a wrench. <laughs> like, I just love that there's audio of him and video of him actually saying these things. Right, it's all real. Maybe it's AI doctored yeah. on TikTok, but I, was, I don't think so. I was legit watching it like, is this a deep fake? He couldn't have actually said this, could he? I love how he's still doing the, the just a tank top everywhere. Cause like that's, that's right. I, I own a gym and in, when it's warm out, if I have a tank top on like between work and home and I go anywhere else, I'm like, oh, I'm that guy in a tank top in public. And like, if it's like 90 degrees, it's fine. But he's literally tank top jeans, work boots, wherever he is. And if it's not a tank top, it's like a shirt that shouldn't be a tank top juiced with the sleeves cut off. It's canon that he got married to Letty in a tank top and his chain and white jeans it's canon folks check it out i think the flashback is in fast six i was gonna say if anybody knows it's you <laughs> but vin's out there he's getting that dough the saga will never end did you see that netflix is starting to charge people who share accounts well i'm ruined <laughs> i'm ruined <laughs> that's it for me that's the end yeah that uh netflix is the only one i don't pay for so Net I'm good. Netflix is Sorry, the only Dad. one I do pay for. <laughs> oh, no. Well, then you're good, yeah. I mean, I have some people attached to my Netflix. There's a... Uh, I wonder how this will, like, roll out. I imagine you'll just... Your bill will just increase unless yeah, you cut everybody off. The article I saw said they're now charging $7.99 per month extra to share accounts. Woof. So, like, if they use it, you just get a bill for 8 bucks more? Well, what about if you're using your own account in multiple places? Is it That's what I'm talking about. Is it like other profile if if you have another profile? We're getting a court case. Ready. What if it's what if you share with your wife and your wife watches upstairs you. and you watch downstairs with different profiles? I think if I think in the same house is fine. They're looking for people who are like they're like, "Oh, this person's like in Seattle oh, watching." My, this. my dad's Netflix account is my dad in Florida on his cable box. Both TVs. Mm -hmm. My sister at, on Apple TV in her living room and bedroom. My brother on probably his iPad and his Apple TV in his bedroom. Me all over this house and the gym they're and the other gym. They're shutting all of that down. This is why they have to do this because this is what everybody does. Yes. And why shouldn't you? I mean, everyone oh. should just cancel their Netflix account immediately. They have nothing going on except for that new season of I Think You Should Leave. Want to watch the trailer? I do. What a segue. But after... That was, was that even on purpose? It was. Okay. He's back. <laughs> I'm impressed either way. 
But after you watch that, you can cancel it because I mean, every time I open Netflix, I get like blood red mad <laughs> just combing through their offerings. All right, let's do the trailer corner. Scotty's little segue. Here's the I think you should leave trailer. Sound is not on yet because God doesn't exist. Sorry, Monty. If you're not familiar with this, this is Tim Robinson's sketch show on Netflix. There's two great seasons already up there. This new one. Has this ever happened to you? Why is it showing old clips? Yeah, this isn't. I don't think this is the new trailer. It says it is. Oh, this is like. It's in Netflix. That's not the one I saw. But it's fine either way. Oh, wow. I mean, it looks good. It literally. Oh. I think it. I, sketch shows really. like stand up, it's a tough thing to like trailerize because, you know, without spoiling every joke. But it looks wacky. There's like people bopping around, a lot of familiar faces. This says season three teaser. Please Here we go. Put your warm hands together for. Connor O'Malley. Like, we are back. What? Did I stutter, Megan? It's slicked back. It's it's still not the right. Netflix. It's true. We're literally in the middle of talking about how much Netflix sucks. <laughs> I go into the page where it has the trailers. Season three teaser. I hit the button. It's playing clips from season two. Is that right? Netflix. Been waiting all week to watch this on the show. And it, now you just fucked up what we had was a good flow. And we're going to have to bring it back now. Netflix, fuck you. I'm, sure I'm going to bring it back by off. continuing to talk about Vin Diesel. Are you on board? That would save the day, actually, because I just got, okay. as you said, blood red mad. <laughs> I could feel the skin on my neck tightening up. <laughs> like I was like I could, I was getting hot. Like I get hot and around the ears. You're as red as the Netflix loading screen right now. <laughs> it's, it's wild. But Vin Diesel, I mean, we're going to, this is potential spoilers, but this is all over everything. It's the only memorable thing from Fast X. But fast forward like two minutes, if you don't want to hear it. The big cameos at the end of the picture. Mm. The Rock. Me, brother. Has rejoined the Fast family because uh, Black Adam failed so tremendously. And Lost like $100 million. And also Gal Gadot makes an appearance at the very end of the film, which we thought she died at the end of Furious 6. She did not. Most fucking a titty fucked her to death, bro. Oh, did you? Fucking, you know it. You know it. Are you gonna be the villain in Fast Eleven? Fucking. They're gonna reveal you in like a flashback. You were around the corner, like titty fucking Gal Gadot. I'm while a fucking. Han was getting killed by Jason Statham I'm a and villain and a good guy. Fucking whatever I want. And Brian was watching the kids. Is Paul Walker's son in this one? <clears throat> the next one, or is that just like a thing the internet wants to make up? No, what, like his real son? Yes. He I looks just like him. Does he have a or real is it, son? Maybe it's his brother. He has There's some daughter. man on earth floating around that looks like him. Yeah, he has two brothers that look just like him that helped film the CGI right. stuff for right. Fury 7. They're not getting real parts. No. No? I mean, it's about time they bring him back. This one, that was the most ridiculous part, is like... They they just stick to the line, Brian's watching the kids. Again, yeah. And it's like, we all know that Paul Walker's dead, and it was cute in Fast 7 to be like, oh, he's still alive, he's driving off to the sunset. But now it's, like, ridiculous. In this most recent one, there's a scene where they're at 
his house and his wife and son are being like attacked. It's like, where is he? <laughs> like canonically. John Cena bursting on the scene to save everybody. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense for him to not be there anymore. They need to bring him back with a CGI face and the whole deal. And I just think it's funny that uh, The Rock and Gal Gadot are crawling their way back to the franchise after their failed DC characters, Wonder Woman and uh, Black Adam. They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll come back. We'll be in the family. At least we like Gal Gadot, don't we? I mean... Because she's a pretty babe. She is very attractive. Her singing We Are the World or, or Imagine, whatever that was. <laughs> I've said this much. She should just be a model. Yes. She's beautiful. She's a horrible actress <laughs> and brings down everything she's in. Yeah, she's completely chopless. Yeah. And <laughs> Mending the Line, this Brian Cox movie. Should this be the featured <laughs> review? <laughs> Mending the Line. You say it's one of those like fake looking movies, but not like Netflix fake. Like this looks like a religious movie that would maybe even go to theaters. Let me see it again. Brian Cox, like, fishing with a family, having it, a good... It's like Finding Forrester 23 years later when nobody remembers that Finding Forrester <laughs> existed. Greenland. Sean Connery's dead. They're just going to slide it right in there. Yes. All right, young black man, let me mentor you. Yes. Fuck this... off. Yeah, that used to be a whole genre of picture. We need to bring those back. Some old cranky white guy showing him the ropes with, yeah. like, quasi-racist quips. I well, mean... it's... You know, he's he's racist, but, like, he let me use his couch. Yeah. it's. I thought Green Book winning Best Picture was going to bring back a whole resurgence of those movies. Nice white savior. Yeah. We need those movies. Nice head of white hair. The movies. Um, I guess we can briefly leave the Vin Diesel corner to discuss that the Safdie brothers seemingly oh. splitting up for their next film with just Josh Safdie set to direct their previously announced movie starring Adam Sandler and Ben Affleck in the world of sports memorabilia. How about the fact that I hate my son? This is kind of fucked up. All the brother duos have gone to shit. The Wachowskis turned into gals and split up. The Coen brothers split up. That's actually a good point. I forgot about that. The Farrelly brothers split up. Now the Safdie brothers. We have no more brother-director duos. Russo? That's it, though. And they barely can. And they stink. And they haven't made a good movie since You, Me, and Dupree. <laughs> Thank you. They haven't made a profitable movie since You, Me, and Dupree. <laughs> Nobody fact-checked that. It's accurate. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm not even going to look into that no, at all. No, no, no. Yeah, You, Me, and Dupree. That was it. You, Me, and Dupree. That was a real guy. But this is, this is Josh Safdie. I'm just... For Ank, the fans, the visual element we'll work mm. on. The other one, Benny Safdie, he's popping up as an actor and stuff. I think maybe like that's why he's... Well, he looks like somebody beat him across the face. <laughs> and I don't understand why. His acting style is odd. I liked him in Good Time when he and his brother were directing on their own. Mm. And he wrote and created the character or whatever, but... He was weird as fuck in um, American Gigolo or whatever the fuck, that P.T. Anderson movie. Yeah. Maybe it's just distracting because we know movies, but I know him as like a director. So when I see him and stuff, I'm like, oh, it's weird that Benny Safdie, director, is acting in this movie. There aren't very many directors that can seamlessly work their way into movies without mm -hmm. it being a major distraction. Spike Lee walks into frame. It's like insane. Quentin Tarantino might be the worst actor in history. What are you doing? 
I, I just, it doesn't fucking work. Every now and then, like, Casey Affleck will step behind the camera, and that's different. But if mm. you start as a director, yeah, it's, you got to stay there. Yeah, it's like I a think. weird. Somebody could come up with a good example, I'm sure, but I can't. No, you're making sense. And speaking of Tarantino, he had a great poll quote that I'm pretty sure we've said verbatim on this podcast maybe 600 times. Mm. He's talking about streaming movies and mentioning Ryan Reynolds' movies that he got paid $50 million for, saying, these movies don't exist in the zeitgeist. It's almost like they don't even exist at all. That's awesome. Quentin, baby, Bubala, <laughs> get down here in the chill zone. I know. I feel like he'd fit right in. He'd be yeah. creeped out by the level of Tarantino movie merchandise I have down here. No, he'd but love once it. we got past that, it's true, he is an egomaniac. He'd probably think it was awesome. You know what? I, I'd be insulted if uh, you didn't have a, a, a true romance poster and you weren't watching it earlier today. Um, or... Yeah. Dopely. I, what else? He also, in Tarantino news, did you notice that like he, out of nowhere, just said that Rick Dalton, the fictional <laughs> character from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is no longer alive? Yes. He said that he died three days ago. Which, just, I, I thought the story was very fun and unexpected and i like how insane he is right he's, he's cooked making, he's making a whole story about how one of his fictional characters passed away and also i keep forgetting to listen to it he has a podcast that has episodes right. like every week where he's just talking about the movies with roger avery that guy who worked at the video archive with him yeah the podcast is literally called the video archive i believe yeah and they did, uh, I heard a couple clips where like he was eulogizing Rick Dalton and like, yeah, he's just a, one of know, the weirdest dudes who's ever lived. It's interesting though. I like how crazy he is. He's out there. I wish more directors had a podcast where they were just like revealing what a lunatic they were for all to hear. I think it's great. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh I get notified of it every week and I'm always like, I'm going to tune in. And then I never do. Yeah. The clips were kind of selling me. I just keep forgetting to like subscribe or whatever. I've enjoyed him on the rewatchables. I guess I've heard him on Howard. Mm. He's, He's just, I, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a guy that you'd want to hang with, but like, I love his movies so much that I do think that I would be able to put that as him being annoying aside and enjoy it. Like, like yeah. imagine if he invited you to his, to his house in Hollywood Hills and you go into his personal movie theater and just break out like eight millimeter versions of all of his old movies. And it would be a fucking incredible night. Yeah, it'd be dope. He'd want to watch like a bunch of old classy Westerns I've never heard of. We're on our phones, bored. He's like, yeah. you know what? You're supposed to put that in a donor bag at the door. Like, I don't know what you're doing on your phones. I'm like, Quentin, you want to just watch Bupkis? Like, I don't want to watch like the fuck all quiet on the Eastern front. <laughs> you fucking could you? Uh, I can't do anything with this. Did you see the uh, the Brady Bunch houses for sale? Um, I did for like four million dollars or something, maybe I, five. I forgot about the Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch house is for sale, and friend of the show Tina Turner is dead. Kid, I'm in the Tom Brady Bunch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's in. Fucking <laughs> 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 eighty for Brady is the movie of the year. Um, I'm now I'm now picturing Tom Brady dressed up like Tina Turner in full blackface. <laughs> is that funny? Well, that little well, like shimmery just... dress and the hair. AI Tom Brady doing a full stand-up set in Tina Turner blackface? Yes. Seems like a green light. I feel like we're going to get a cease and desist now. Yeah. Tom, we love you, bud. Uh, I think you did touchdowns better than anybody's ever done it, quite frankly. 
Tommy touchdown? <laughs> yeah. Um, doo, doo, doo. Is this Tina Turner we're listening it is. to? Is this her biggest cut? It's probably her most famous. Tina. I can't believe we lost her. Mm. I'm all torn up about it. Fuck. Did she have any other cuts? <laughs> any other cuts? I'm like, um, is this the one? There's like one other big one. She did like a lot of songs that you would have heard. I could pull them out, but I'm too busy thinking of trying to come up with a clever line about how her husband used to beat the shit out of her, and I got nothing. <laughs> uh, she got beaten to death. Whoa. Is there a Tina Turner biopic? I hope not. I mean... Starring who? Like, Zach Braff? <laughs> yes, Zach Braff in the role of <laughs> Tina Turner. <laughs> Extensive CGI wizardry. Octavia Spencer. Ooh. You should send her an Instagram message because she she's an Instagram friend. Like, hi, Octavia. I got two scripts I wanted to read. Uh, I'm, I'm work. I got the. I'm on the last couple pages of Ma Two, and also I think a Tina Turner biopic. It's time. Are you in? And this is kind re- of a cut, though. And then she replied, "Yes, of course." She'd be wowed. I feel like Octavia would come on the show. She's not famous as much anymore. She would. Not as famous, I should say. Yeah, I used to do all those Ma photoshops. She interacted with a few of them, right? She did. That's something. And then I saw like more of them online from like big accounts. Oh God. And uh Fucking fuck. And any yeah. direct lifts or No. But and that's the thing, is like right. it's such a weird thing to but it's annoying when you see Fuck, Similar Je- fuck Jerry, just like following you around at work, looking over your shoulder yeah. at your phone. And that's the thing. Like, I don't think anyone's doing it, but it's just a bummer when you see an account that has like a zillion followers doing like a bit that you exactly did. And you're just like, ah, shit. I don't think that's ever happened to me because most of my bits are weird and gross. Mm. So like anything mainstream, <laughs> like we're good to go. Mm. I feel like Chris D'Elia is going to steal all my bits now. Fuck. Can't have that. No. Uh, did you see that James Cameron reportedly said he has started writing a new Terminator movie, but is waiting to see how AI develops in the real world before continuing the script? Oh, didn't Arnold say he wanted to... Oh, no, that was... Nope, I'm getting my wires crossed. He said he wanted to play Conan the Barbarian again. Yes. But if they brought Arnold back... Which he would definitely... Of course, He's come back for all the sequels they did already without James Cameron. If James Cameron was going to make another one, Arnold would be... He'd truly be back. He'd be back. That's what he said. I I got it. <laughs> oh, it was good. I heard it was you. good. <laughs> it was good. But I mean, maybe the seventh time will be the charm if they try again with Terminator. Are any of them good? Honestly, I thought the most recent one was probably the best, and it wasn't great. That one, Terminator Dark Fate, they brought back Sarah Connor. I think I saw that one in the theater. I thought that one was pretty solid, but still just like not what do you want nowhere even close to the league of t2 or even t1 but i think it'd be cool if james cameron made another terminator after all these years and he just called it terminator 3 ignored the four attempts that they made to make sequels with different john connors just chop those right out of the zeitgeist and move on it's like bye bye (laughs) these didn't even happen because they kind of didn't but, I mean, I would love if James Cameron would take a break from making Avatar movies to make a Terminator movie. But I don't know if that'll happen. This just seems like a story. Who knows if this will 
come to light. I the other av- the next Avatar is already done, right? Yes. They're just waiting to release it for a year or two. I think it comes out twenty five December. No, oh, really? This December. Oh, yeah. okay. We'll okay, be we'll be back okay. in Pandora before you know it, bud. Don't even worry. Also, I don't know if you saw. Going, I'll see it in three D. I guess. <laughs> no doubt. Did you see how insane Kanye West is looking currently? I did with his like boxy like i got too much fucking shit on me <laughs> shoulder pads yeah what does he do he looks like he shaved his eyebrows and is legit wearing like football shoulder pads underneath like a t-shirt <clears throat> Chudun. uh yeah he looks like an idiot and the funniest thing that's happening right now with with kanye is that he's somehow like adidas has about a billion dollars worth of yeezys just sitting around and they're like coming up with some like half-baked way of reselling all of them and i'm imagining he's getting a big chunk of change out of this and they're probably very upset i'll take one pair off their hands to be a good sport will you wear them until absolute dust and that they're literally <laughs> combusting and on your feet i will then i think you're in <laughs> i mean kanye so He's, I'm going to actually throw my hat in the ring and try to buy a few pairs. How about that? I don't care. I have like 14 of them already. What's the difference? I support it. Yeah. Also, uh, I didn't know he's married to this woman. I don't know her name, but like she looks like a Kim Kardashian clone. And she wears a mask when they're in public because he's a weird dude who does weird stuff. Can you imagine him like, all right, now you got to put your mask on. We're going to Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> and her just sitting there with the mask. Think about how unreasonable he must be, just on like a moment-to-moment basis. Well, like, I, I'm feeling weird because of <laughs> fucking. As you I don't know, even know why. As you know, I'm a big The Kardashians fan on Hulu, mm. and we started season three last night. And there's a scene, and I don't feel bad for her really at all because Kim has like a trillion dollars and she'll be just fine. Hi. But I felt a little like ping tinge of empathy when she was mentioning how. Ooh, ping, pow. Poop, pow, ping. It is. I thought I told you to go fuck your mother. Um, when she was mentioning how like weird it is being Kanye's ex, basically, and how like the kids want to get in the car and listen to Kanye music, and they have no idea that he's at an unraveling, and she hasn't. they're too young to understand why they're not together anymore. Mm. And That's it's just funny, the it's idea so complicated. Her saying to their children, like, we can't listen to Kanye anymore. He's, he's his catalog has been canceled. He's a menace kids. to society, guys. He can't we can't do it. But yeah, that I totally get that. He is like an embarrassing character. Yes. Where I get you know, she's she's tied to him I think he's, for all time. They have several children together. It's, I think he's one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> and I love his music forever. And I've had it with people disparaging him, and I'm just hoping that he can like wriggle his way back in with his weird shoulder pads. He's done. He's and toast. <laughs> you never know. He's gonna make Jesus again. I can feel it in my bones. I mean, he just seems completely cooked. I feel like he can't even like get it together enough to like appear presentable <laughs> at like one of these fucking stupid fashion shows. He can't even like sing one of his songs and like be normal for that <laughs> amount of time. He's just like. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> Kanye. Um, there's a show on Apple Plus called The Big Door Prize. I People, shut it. Yeah. Oh, you shut it? It's yes, I did. It had a very interesting premise. We're like, it's the future, and they can tell people what their potential is or like what they'd be best at. 
Yeah, there's like a machine and you can like go in the machine and it tells you like what you'd be really good at. Yeah, and like it fucks with people they like, you know, drastically change themselves or Right. Well, yeah. the average person is not doing what the machine would tell you. Yeah. I think that's like a great idea for a show. And I'm going to check it out. Clever premise. I, I I didn't shut it shut it forever. It was like a maybe shut. So, mm. I'm going to tentatively say you might like it. That's just a premise like I didn't hear word one about this, and then I I heard someone explaining it on another movie podcast, hmm. which does exist, spoiler alert. No, 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 we're the only one. Actually, you're right. Sam, delete that. But <laughs> it got me thinking like, oh, that's, I love a good concept. Where you're right. like, fuck, that's really creative. Someone really smart is behind this show, and I like that. Count on Apple Plus to have a high concept, wonderful show that they don't, that they spend... I don't know, $800 billion on, <laughs> throw four or five huge stars and then just bury it at the bottom of the algorithm for the rest of time mm. for no one to ever enjoy or see or know exists, period. And then if yep. you, even if you do watch it, it just disappears into your TV and you'll never find it again. Uh, yeah, they're really good at just making their stuff just poof. It's like a little <laughs> media scavenger hunt every time you want to watch a show. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's we won a bunch of Emmys, but... Where are you going to find this show? Where is it? Does it exist? Who knows? It's gone forever. Whoops. I mean, Todd Haynes is making another Joaquin Phoenix movie. I don't know enough about that. I should have taken more of that headline down. That, that like TMZ headline about like two ga- like a gay romance or something. Yes. And it's a picture of him from Bo's Afraid. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Looking all disheveled. Todd Haynes made Carol. The lesbian romance. So now he's... People are making a thing because... Uh, you have a big lesbian crush on me. Rooney Mara's and Carol. And Rooney oh. Mara and Joaquin Phoenix are married. They're both going to get to make their Oscar-winning gay drama with Todd Haynes. And you love to see it. As much as I support LGBTQ, all that, as far as things can go, yeah. like no matter what, you know, very socially liberal. That being said, I think... Being gay is way more normal and a part of our daily lives than it's ever been. So I'm looking forward to a time where gay guys and gay couples are just like a thing that's in stuff and they're not like a triumph. Mm. Like, can two men just be together? Yeah. Like, oh, these guys are just like, oh, this is Bill and Michael and they're a gay couple. You don't even have to say it. They're just like a couple on earth and it doesn't fucking, you can just work. You don't need to make it like, either like the biggest queen on the planet to like put a microscope on the fact that their sexuality is on display for everybody. Mm. Or it's like this like unbelievably epic, like overcoming adversity, triumph drama that's like 400 tearing tear up scenes and just like make a couple of regular gay guys that like go to the Patriots game and like one of them gets diarrhea. You're right. That's why that movie bros, that Billy Eichner movie. That movie like felt the need to like be like we're like the first gay rom com, and the movie was like a chore to watch because it wasn't fun. It was all about it was like a gay history lesson. Yes, and it's like yeah, just have them be like yeah, what you're saying. Just that, they're just another. They're a couple. That show, it doesn't matter if they're two men. That show the other two, which is in its third season, they do a good job of it. Yeah, they actually had an episode recently where like they called out the fact that every gay piece of media is like a sob story, right? And like they go to the opera, and it's like this gay play, 
and people, they don't tell people how long it is. And then they're like, how long is this? And it's like, oh, why do you need to know how long it is? Like, they make a whole thing of like, why would you want to leave this? You need to. Right. And then it's like, it's like night four of this play. Everyone like keeps showing up because they're obligated. It's great. But That's they have, funny. They have a bunch of stuff like that where they're like calling out. I, and I understand that it's a, a formula that never misses or rarely misses, I should say. I mean, like milk, Brokeback <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> milk, not a miss. <laughs> I mean, it made it made no. money and there was, it won awards. I didn't like it. But... I want to recruit you. <laughs> That's your Harvey Milk. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was a decent movie. It's just Sean Penn's very biddable. Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. There's just there's a hundred of them um, that and then you go back and what's the other one I'm thinking of I don't know there's a bunch and it's like there's just there's regular gay guys too yeah. how about a gay guy that like he's playing tennis and he twists his ankle yeah and then like he meets another <laughs> gay guy and he's like oh hey what's up and then like they have sex but like his ankle still hurts Fucking... how about that that's the movie yeah like that uh what was the th- I can't name? think of an ordinary gay scene. Or do it like they used to do in the late 90s where it's like a very tongue-in-cheek and like homophobic in a playful way to the point where you're not actually hurting anybody's feelings. Although that's probably over the line. He says fag a bunch of times. Can't say fag anymore. No. Sam, and I'm thinking as good as it gets. Sam, you what know I, what to do. In the 90s. That's why, ooh, uh, I just remembered. Adam Pally on Happy Endings. Right. I always thought that character was very inspired because he's like a piece of shit gay guy. <laughs> That was like his whole shtick. I don't know if you ever watched Happy Endings. I did, yeah. I liked it. I thought that was a great bit. I forgot that, that like, he was gay. Yeah. To put it that way. Yeah, that's why it was like, they didn't make a thing of it. Or they did right. in the right way. It was, they found like new angles on it. That was Well, it's like inspired. they're doing it under the guise of inclusivity when in reality they're mugging for awards. Yeah. Eight out of ten times. It's like anything else. It's like, once you see the tropes of something, like... It's like we've seen this enough. Like, put a slight twist on it, and you'll wow everybody. <laughs> like, is "Call Me by Your Name" a good movie? Of course it is. Would yeah, I, I ever sit through it again? No. Yeah, probably not. I'm good. Mm. The Peach and like Army Hammer, Fun. like strangling Shia LaBeouf to death, or whatever the fuck his <laughs> name is. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Timmy. How about if it was Timothy Chalamet and Shia LaBeouf instead <laughs> of uh, what's his face, Army Hammer? I mean, will Army Hammer ever work again? Is he really done? I feel it doesn't look good for him. The Peacock documentary went pretty hard, but I thought it would be worse. (laughs) I mean, he'll probably just roll back, be like, nobody has Peacock. Nobody even kind of saw that. Yeah, they couldn't find it. So here I am for Lone Ranger 2. I'm I'm here in the chill zone. Scott, thank you for uh, appreciating my work in the Lone Ranger. You're the only person on earth who's gone on the record saying you like that movie. Hank, while I'm here, I figured I'd give you a nice pat on the back for appreciating my movie Mine. (laughs) Uh, Army, I kind of dug Mine, too. What was the other one that I've referenced before? Like Idle Hands or... Oh, yeah, that movie... You know what I'm talking about. It's kind of like Idle Hands. That movie with him and the cell phone is one of the worst movies we've ever watched. I wish I could remember the name. I enjoyed it. What do you think? I think you're sick, and I'm not even going to look up the title because I'm too upset about it It doesn't really matter, yeah. It doesn't matter. Did you see that uh, Jude Law revealed the other day that he's, during filming of his new movie, he wears a feces-scented cologne to Mm. get into character? Oh. So that like people find him disgusting? Yeah, that's what I do too. <laughs> Are you rocking feces cologne as we speak? Yeah, I'm not oh, cool. just like a... 
AS Cologne. I'm not just a piece of shit for no reason. This is a calculated move. This is, uh, I'm in character. I'm, I'm down with that, yeah. Thanks. How would you madman? <laughs> just like spritzing on some diarrhea cologne. <laughs> but yeah, they he's on the set of this movie with like, they showed a picture. He's there with like Alicia Vikander, who's like such a babe. It's absurd. He's just covered in like poo cologne. Him rubbing his diarrhea juice all over her. Like, hello, I'm in character. I cheat on my wife all the time, even scented like this. He this... has one of the worst hair, hairlines in the business. Jude. And I bet he's still pulling him down. Good for you, Jude. Hey, Good Jude. for you. Uh, do we need to talk about Taylor Swift? No. What's she up to? I guess I'm just going to mention that people who were at her show the second night last weekend at Gillette Stadium mm. bottled a bunch of the rain from the show and are selling it on eBay for almost $300. Oh, I bought what do you a, think? I bottled a bunch of her piss from the show and I'm selling that on eBay also. If anyone wants to contact me. If you me. had Taylor Swift's piss and didn't let me have a big gulp of it on the show, I'd be upset. I'll give you a splash. All right. When we're on on break. the rocks or is it hot still? It's piping hot. All right. I'd probably heat it up even more. Yeah. Like a hot toddy. Yeah, get a kettle going. <laughs> it's like, Piss steam coming out. <laughs> what am I doing? Me, I, that, uh, <clears throat> yep. That's probably a hell of a show. I guess. Logan People seem to enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, Jeff what? Bezos got engaged again with a very, very large prenup. Yes, he got married to that that woman he's always seen cavorting around with. Lauren Sanchez. She the looks, daughter of Dirty Sanchez. She looks like a nineties like Yes. Playboy girl who would be wearing like a devil costume. She has like a very particular <laughs> look. And it's so funny that like the richest guy in the world. It's like they look hilarious together. She's probably what he fantasized of when he was like a bald nerd <laughs> at MIT or wherever he went to school. Like one of these days, I'm going to get one of those. Yeah. And now there's many more attractive women, but he wants. Yeah. Like she has like a stripper, like a stripper kind of look for lack of a better phrase. Yeah. It's just kind of like funny. I don't have a problem with stripper hot. No, not at all. I'm down. I mean, they're fucking dope. Yeah. It's just, uh. Wait till she like gets her period all over his white boat or something though, because she I don't I see her days are numbered. Would be my guess. You got your period all over my fucking eight hundred seventy five million dollars super yacht. You fucking bits bitch. aside, like you just threw out a bit number. Ah. I actually know the real cost of his super yacht. Guess it's, it's probably more than that. No, 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 it's not. I think it's, it's five hundred million. Oh, just five hundred. He spent five hundred million dollars on a boat. That's his quote. <laughs> That's what's called his quote. <laughs> I mean, hey, how you doing, Jeff? Hey, Jeff, how you doing? You think you could give me a ride to the hospital? I got a checkup. Oh, him just like wandering onto Jeff Bezos' super yard because he doesn't know what's going on. Jeff, could you give me two mil for the day to be here? <laughs> Jeff, I made a lot of straight to Amazon turkeys for you. You could at least give me a ride to fucking. I almost just had Snapple come out my nose. Like, Jeff, uh, I got Chad Michael Murray here with me, and we got an iPhone camera. We're going to shoot the next movie right on the deck. Save you a couple of bucks. Oh, wait. Yeah, Kevin Dillon's here, too. Yeah, we all need something to do and a paycheck and a warm meal. Go ahead. Jeff, go ahead and take a picture of the three of us, and then on the title, it'll be his name over my head, your name over his head, this name over here. Nobody lined up. Jeff, who's this gal you're with? Is she like an entourage extra? <laughs> Does she come with Kevin <laughs> Dillon? <laughs> what even is going on here? 
<laughs> this is crazy. Hey, I think we're going to do the Entourage reboot right here from your <laughs> boat. I got Doug Allen in the hull. <laughs> <laughs> that I believe. he's He's got nothing else. Oh, yep, he just posted on Instagram. <laughs> fucking Doug fucking answers almost any time I comment on his on his social media. So I have nothing bad to say about Doug Allen. Plus, I have met <laughs> him in real life. Hey, how are you? He's a king among men. Yeah, that's right. Great guy. Hey. Very creative, interesting, hilarious guy. Do we ever think the Entourage reboot is really going to come out? Uh, over my dead body. <laughs> I will not allow Entourage 2 or an Entourage television reboot to ever happen as long as I'm alive. You hear that, folks? You, you hear that here and now. This is I want this on, on wax. On the record. It's locked in now. John Wick 5 is in development. That's a good, that's a plus. I'm joining the entourage in John Wick 5. <laughs> what, he's just like beating up Turtle? <laughs> I'm, I went to the club <laughs> with E. <laughs> e started a fight with Billy Walsh and I shot him in the head. <laughs> I, <laughs> I accidentally killed Turtle's fucking. Oh, that's funny. Dog or something. I'm gonna work this out. I'm gonna figure Is it Bruce out. Is Bruce Willis also attached and Chad Michael Murray? <laughs> hey, we're all here. Hey, yeah. how you doing, John? It's basically like the Avengers for dipshits. <laughs> we're all here. <laughs> it's the whole fucking gang. This is gonna be the greatest movie ever made. Does everybody get two mil, or do they yeah. give a little bit more to John Wick yeah, we'll or Keanu? See. We'll see what happens. John, I, I don't want or Keanu. I don't want you to get paid more than me. Did we ever work together? I can't even remember. We'd really shine together, though. If <laughs> I don't think they have. Uh, wait, I, I can't be bothered. Just use my AI likeness. I gotta go. Use the stuff from that commercial they made. Ten I years feel ago. like that last little break there was very fun. He's so I'm, I'm looking forward to the positive feedback. Fans, let us know. I think they're gonna love it. That's all the news that I have. I am sure you have other stuff, though. I don't think I have much more. I feel like there's something we're forgetting. But why don't we just take a break? I have a big pish on deck. And then yes. we're going to come back. So far this week, I watched the new White Men Can't Jump movie. <laughs> um, Guess what? I did, too. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And my Guess wife, Lucy, and I have gotten very into the early seasons of Vanderpump Rules. Oh. So more about that uh, after the break. Interesting. We'll be right back. Hey, team. Welcome back, everybody. What's happening, Hoops? Rye, there's a lot happening. Baby, big, I've been eating them. Big week at the multiplex. What did you watch this week? Uh, One might ask. Well, besides episode one of season three of The Kardashians. Mm. Are you telling me The Kardashians Hulu show is already in its third season? That is correct. I thought we were talking about that getting greenlit like three shows ago. It's there. Huh. Yeah, we're here. Wow. That's gross. So I watched that. Um, today, I this morning, I watched Freeway 2. Oh. The, the sequel to the... Kiefer Sutherland movie Freeway from the 90s. Yeah, someone might ask, it's the sequel to that movie. Surely they got Kiefer Sutherland back. 
or maybe Reese Witherspoon in her role? Unfortunately, they got na- neither of them. Huh. They got Natasha Leone, Vincent Gallo, hey, and Vincent. some Hispanic babe that I'd never heard of. Hey, I'm pretty busy with Poker Face, but I, I'll do this turkey, man. Why not? <laughs> or like, I, I basically look like a cigarette. Yeah, it's cool. Hold Your on. Natasha we, Leone's pretty good. Are we doing another American Pie or what? I talked to Jason Biggs about it. He's I feel in. Like of that whole crew, Natasha Leone is the one getting the most consistent work at she this is, point. Which is very surprising. Yeah. Tara Reed's watching her like, why the fuck aren't I on poker face? What do I have to do to <laughs> po- a- Pokes face? Tara. <laughs> that uh Did you watch any poker face? Uh, we watched like almost all of it. It's yeah. Like surprisingly enjoyable. It's very good. I watch yeah. like an episode every week or so when I remember that I have Peacock. <laughs> I'll fire it up and be like, oh yeah, this show's great. <laughs> oh. Sorry about this in advance. And that's it, folks. That's <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, just gonna go ahead and do that again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Your hatred for the beat cows makes me want to do them more, but less at the same time. Does that make sense? All right, yes. I'm done. I'm done. Question mark. <clears throat> it's fine. I just don't know what to add. To such a There's thing. nothing to add because it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's funny to almost no one. Monty's at home like, no, no, no. Go. Keep going. Do go. Folks. I mean, there's no other way to say it. We watched... <laughs> The remake of White Men Can't Jump this week. It's a Hulu original. Ooh, it stinks. And does it exist? Uh, it did. Al- All right, let me read. My- I got some stuff on it. Let me bits aside. I mean, I wish I had a summary for this, but it doesn't really need one. They remade White Men Can't Jump, the Wesley Snipes Woody Harrelson vehicle from the 90s with uh, Jack Harlow. Who's a singer? Apparently the guy, Jack Harlow is, I want to say, 27, 28. Uh, who is this? Uh, oh. Jack Harlow? I uh, <laughs> I just, who's the other guy? Hey, Barack, my man. <laughs> I'm going to look it up now real quick. Uh, Shink- Cinqua Walls is his name. Oh, word? And he's apparently, this is he's been in 32 different projects. Hmm. So the fact that I'd never seen or heard of him until this weekend was a bit of a surprise. The mm. positives, I think, are that he actually was pretty good. And I feel like we should be paying attention to him because he's done 32 other things. He's one to watch. Jack Harlow is not like super talented, but he was better than I thought he would be. Yes. I guess. Folks, brace for a reveal. I put this movie on fully expecting to like turn it off in a huff eight minutes in. Right. And then something very surprising happened. About 15 minutes into this movie, I laughed out loud. and I laughed out loud several times, yeah. It startled very me. Very surprisingly. I, it gave me pause. I sat there just thinking about life for a while, wondering, you know, is this okay that I'm enjoying the remake of White Men Can't Jump, a Hulu original in 2023? The White Men Can't Jump is, to me, one of the better sports movies ever made, and the original did not need a reboot. No. But, <clears throat> sorry. It's just a memorable title, and they tr- they'll trick right. people into watching it like us. 
And the the original is it's not a shot for shot remake this one, but there's enough of the I don't know, like the scene in the car. The meeting is they they mixed up the initial scene a little bit. Mm. And I think they didn't do as much character development as they could have and did in the other one. Yeah. But I don't know. I like the way Kenya Barris writes a script. I think it's fun. Did, he didn't direct this, though, did he? He wrote this? I think he did, yeah. God, he's just churning stuff out. He has a lot of content. They he's, got him making the next Wizard of Oz movie. Like The Wiz or? No, like a, a continue, some sort of, whatever the next god-awful iteration of The Wizard of Oz is going to be. He's making it, writing and mm. directing. Visionary director Kenya Barris. Coming to America, that was a great one. Mm, yeah. It was unfortunate. I mean, this was fine, though. Like A lot better than what I expected, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I watched the whole thing. I sat there and watched the whole fucking movie. You know what got in my head after I watched it? It felt like a diet version of a Friday sequel. Like an even worse Friday after next. It, it had that feel to it. And it was very, like, PG-13 and, like, not good, but it had a, a couple passable bits that, like, made me, like, perk my head up. I was like, huh, this isn't, like, a, a god-awful piece of dog shit? Huh, interesting. <laughs> like, that was a kind of a funny line. The supporting cast sucked, first of all. And they had a very, I thought, strange, strange usage of Lance Reddick. Like, mm. maybe he was actually dying on the set. Could and that's been. why they went with the angle of him being a dying man. I know. It's weird that in his like final roles, like he dies in John Wick 4, and then he's dying in this movie. These are like his last roles. Like, yeah, we're just going to lean in. You're dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, we see that you're dying, and we're going to write that into your final roles. Have a goo. And also, the director is a one-name guy, Call Maddock. Oh. That's his whole name, I guess. He directed the House Party reboot like six months ago. I'm glad you brought this up because I tried to watch that on HBO Max, excuse me, Max recently. No, you got to get it right. And that is maybe one of the worst movies ever made. The mm. latest House Party starring two unknowns and like Andrew Santino in the ninth lead. <laughs> I watched like 40 minutes of this movie and it's fucking... I bought that, just... downloaded it to my iPad, mm. planned to watch it on a plane, bitched out, like I'm not doing this, Smart. and then returned it and got my money back. It's like, I was getting mad nice looking fund. at it. Just like, what the fuck is even a movie anymore? What I feel like going he's on? going down the road of like random black comedies from the 90s and 80, 80s and 90s. Like, he, What's he going to do next? Like an All About the Benjamins reboot? <laughs> Probably. With Lakeith Stanfield? Like, <laughs> fuck, I'm going to give that a green light. I mean, you're I, joking. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't know. Overall, I'll never, ever watch White Man Can't Jump again. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't hold a candle to the original, but I expected, like you said, eight minutes and then shut it off. I didn't expect yeah. to like have a little bit of fun with it. I think there's they're also leaving. There's like more to explore with this. Like yeah. there's, there's plenty of things white men can't do. Like oh, we, there should be like a white man can't fuck. White men can't, <laughs> uh, you know, anything. Let's like branch out instead of just doing the same thing. Or they do like a black men can't and then just everybody Ooh, gets upset. Okay. But it's 2023. We're coming at both sides now. Yes. We're all right. Black men can't fill in the blank. We'll be on Quibi. That'll right. be. <laughs> and you leave it open like a choose your own adventure. Yes. You decide how offensive and racist you want to be. Love it. I was woke before the break. So I get to be not woke now. 
Thanks you. Take. I'm into it. Mm. Um, in this moment, I'd like to mention that I went to the AMC Braintree to use my Stubbs A-list membership. Wow. I don't know if I've ever Can mentioned you go fuck that yourself? on the program before. But I don't yes, think folks, you have. Tell us about it. It's true. I'm a Stubbs A-list member. You can see movies. You pay 25 bucks a month. You get like two or three pictures a week up to. I don't use it enough. I actually use this just to like justify why I still have the Stubbs AMC A-list. Mm. Because I saw the new Ben Affleck vehicle directed by Robert Rodriguez, Hypnotic. This is a movie that's What'd getting, you give it out of five? It's getting like almost no action at all. Like word of mouth wise, I think it's probably already out of theaters, even though it just came out. And the reason for that is it's not good. I feel like I defended it last week, sight unseen, because I love Ben, mm. and I said that they didn't re release it widely enough. Would you say that's the reason it's not doing well? Maybe, but also it's just like a bore. Right. My letterbox review was, I think, two stars, and the caption was, I believe, uh, Inception for Dullards. Or something like that. This is one of those sci-fi movies where, like, they spend the whole movie, like, explaining to you what's going on. It's like, you're in a dream, but, like, this is happening, but you're actually looking at this. Do they explain it to you with voiceover, or? No, it's just, like, just Ben Affleck talking to the main character, but you don't care because none of the characters are interesting. And they present it like it's an action movie, but it's one of those action movies that doesn't have action scenes in it. Just has people like holding guns. Like a comedy without laughs. Yeah. And Which it's exists. Like, it's just horrible. Like the movie spends the entire runtime explaining itself boringly in a way where you're like, I don't know why I'm even looking at this. Like, what the fuck am I doing? It, it bummed me out because Ben Affleck's there and he's almost trying, but it's just a worthless script. Robert Rodriguez, you know, he's made some great pictures. It's Spy Kids, Spy Kids <laughs> 2, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Spy Kids 3, Spy Kids 4. Are there four? The upcoming Spy Kids 5, yes. Spy Kids television show. This is all true. But it's... He's doing Spy Kids. He's done every Spy Kids? Yeah. Smart. Yeah, keep your, keep your hands on that franchise, kid. <laughs> but yeah, this was bad. The only saving grace is it has William Fickner in a strong supporting role. And Your I, friends are dead. He's someone, he's in the dark night. He's in go. Does he cock a shotgun at any point or? Maybe. A, a semi or a sawed off shotgun, I should say. I hope so. Mm. I had a semi watching him just. It smells like CK1, <laughs> but it isn't. This oh, is. Oh, you had a semi boner from seeing William Fickner on screen. He gets it now. His directorial debut, like up the river bend or whatever the fuck it's called. The work. What is that called? I can't get it. Did he direct something? I don't he did, know. yeah. It says like a William Fickner film on the cover, and it made me have like a bellowing laugh. Seems like something I would Photoshop like for the bit. <laughs> is this even real? Yeah, I gotta look it up. But yeah, this was bad. It really bummed me out. <clears throat> it was, looked terrible. Yeah, I was sitting there at the AMC Braintree just... I thought like the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, all right, like I think I'm in. And then I thought about it and then I realized they released it to like six theaters and I, I lost all interest immediately. Every time I see anything with Ben, I'm like, it's going to be great. And that's my first take. I had a good feeling about this too. I was like, I'm going to go see this. No one's talking about this. It's going to be like a, the little movie that could. 
I'm going to report back with like this underdog review. Folks, pains me to say it was just kind of a dud. It's kind of a bore. Ben will be back next time. Actually, Cold was- Brook in 2018 is a movie he directed starring friend of the show William Fickner and Kim Coates. Ooh, wow. Greenlight. And Harold Perinu. Perinu. He played Walt on Lost. He did. We'll be seeing Ben Affleck in The Flash, which comes out in a few weeks or sometime in June. Will we see that in the theater? You're a Flash guy, right? I'll see that. Yeah, fuck it. You'll support anything Ezra Miller does. That's true. I always said I would have him play me in the biopic. That'd be good casting. Young Ank. I can see him crushing Ezra Miller. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be Young Sheldon-esque and powerful. So yeah, Hypnotic is one to avoid. Uh, I mean, I watched a little bit of The Family Stallone on Paramount+. Plus. (laughs) Do I need to get in there? Yes. (laughs) I mean... This is a, exactly what it sounds like, a Sylvester Stallone family-based reality show. He's got four daughters. They're kind of babes. They're all kind of goofballs. I made a joke last week about him fingering his daughters, mm. and I heard through the grapevine that some new fans were offended, and That's I wanted true. to apologize and Ooh. say I apologize for that. This is pure class of you to apologize. And I would never say a joke like that trying to be offensive on purpose. Yeah, Ank would never. Never. Fans know that's not Ank's M.O. Hey, hey, all my daughters, come over here so I can eat your pussies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's much more reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I did it again. (laughs) What? You fucking... What a dickhead. It's not even funny. Oh, he's going to put his mouth on his daughter's vagina. I'm I'm already down here. I can't remember. Is Frank Stallone in the mix? I was trying to remember the name of my other Paramount Plus show. So I could do it oh, the Tulsa King. Yeah, it's just me, the Tulsa King, going down on you. Don't worry about it. Don't even, it's not your father. It's fine. This is, I should have given up on this bit. <laughs> I laughed. But you, I, you having to ask uh, the name of the show has made it even funnier. He's back. But this show actually made me think that Stallone's a great actor. When he speaks on the show, he sounds more normal than he does when he's in, like, Rocky mode. He He's way less of the, like, ooh, ooh. Like, he was kind of sounding like a normal guy. I was watching this, like, is Stallone, like, the greatest actor who's ever lived? And he's, like, not dumb at all? And he sounds normal? He might? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this might be all way I off think, base. But I this... think Tulsa King Season 2 will be the probably best season two of anything in all time of all time i'm inclined to agree and this weird like midi version of the theme i'm into it sorry go ahead i feel bad for the editors of this show because you know they're clearly like combing through a lot of footage they get a lot of mileage out of uh their dog farts his name is one. Farts, or he has a fart? The dog has a fart, and then all the daughters, you know, they try to make something out of nothing, and they're all just like, oh my god, can you fucking believe this? Like, th- that's the level of reality show. That's it? It's like, it's nothing. It's like, you might as well just look at the, wa- at the wall, but I mean, mm. there's Stallone there doing some voice stuff. Hey. I'm like, is this a recommendation? Take off your pants. <laughs> 
Oh, he's uh, <laughs> Sly's still up to no good. I'm still in here, hmm. ready to go. Sometimes I forget that we're not just like hanging out and talking, and then I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna go onto the internet for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, there it is. The Stallone family listens, and him like I was gonna tap you for Rocky Balboa the reboot, but now I know that you think incest is funny, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out. What'd you think about? Rambo 5, Last Blood. Are you bringing any weapons? I feel like our Rambo slash Stallone voice is basically just the Vin voice. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are, you, are you Vin Diesel saying that? <laughs> are you having some sort of a goo? Did yeah. you watch anything else? Oh, we both started the uh, Platonic. The yes. new Rose Byrne, Seth Rogen. <laughs> I don't know if Evan Goldberg is attached. I would imagine. Oh. I play... Uh, yeah, he plays uh, something a little different in this one. He an plays insufferable, like a rich, cool guy. A rich art dealer kind of guy. Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne, who were both in the Neighbors films together, have great chemistry. They really flow together. On this show, also they do. Yeah, he's That's, he's a very hateable character, though. He's like he he's a part owner of a brewery with his two friends or one friend and one guy that he seems to hate. <laughs> and that's like the di the weird dynamic of like, oh, he hates this guy, but you know, he works with him anyway. And I guess the point of the show being called Platonic is Rose Byrne and he used to be really close friends. Rose got married, had two, three kids, three kids, and then they lost touch a little bit. And I think mm. part of that is part of life and like a thing you come to realizations with in your 30s that people are going to get married and they're going to move and they're going to have kids. And then people with kids, you almost never see them. Mm. My, my, our entire relationship with Sean is based on him hearing us on the podcast. But right, Sean, you slob. Come back on the show soon, though. Yeah. I'll reinforce the seat now. You can come back anytime. It doesn't have to be a Halloween movie. Go, Jason, go. Fuck you, hoops. How dare you call me out? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, but it's it, it's an interesting... I don't know. So I'm, yeah, I like is, the show, but I hate Seth Rogen's character. He's insufferable. I, li I think it's something different from him. He usually yeah. just plays himself and stuff, which he's good at. He's very funny and natural. But this, he's playing like a uh, dickhead, which he doesn't yeah. do a lot. I think he's like pretty good at it well they're the thing that i don't love is they're doing the thing that lots of movies tried to do with jason sudeikis making him like a ladies man which maybe mm. in real life he gets a lot of girls but he's not like a matthew mcconaughey type so i feel like it's sort of a like as much as seth rogan is kind of the whole show he's also <laughs> at the same time miscast because mm. there's a scene where like he's talking about how something is like selling out and it's not cool and he's like i'm a cool guy like this isn't something cool guys do and it's like you're kind of a nerd though like and that's Mm. and i'm not saying like i'm gonna try to put fucking seth rogan in a box but it just to me the guy that he was on super bad or knocked up it's that's a certain category and for whatever reason this is pulling him out of that a little bit mm. i can see that it feels like he didn't write i don't know i'm speaking out of school because i don't know who wrote this but it feels like he's doing in movies where he writes himself it's way more self-aware this doesn't feel this performance this character doesn't feel very self-aware this is actually from that guy nick stoller who did the neighbors movies and he also did he's one of those guys he just like churned stuff out he directed that movie bros that we mentioned earlier the billy eichner gay rom-com okay. so and he's like, not terrible no he's great he did forgetting sarah marshall which is like a yeah classic, i love that in my one opinion. he wrote it or directed it too both 
Interesting. Or I think Jason Siegel and him wrote it. Okay, cool. But uh, yeah, he's good. He's uh, and he did that show, that Netflix show that you like that barely exists with Keegan Michael Key and all the friends people. from college. Yes, he did that show. This is kind of like that. It's got like some of the same people. It's like a fun sprawling. Think we'll get a Fred Savage cameo? I mean, too good to be true. Fingers crossed. I actually think Fred Savage is great and Mole. does some great director work. He directs a bunch of sitcom episodes mm. of funny shows like It's Always Sunny. So I'm I'm enjoying this. I think it's good. Yeah, I'm digging it. Curious where it's going to go. It's funny because I was watching it yesterday on your Apple TV while mm. you were watching it yeah, on your Apple nightmare. TV. I know. I caught that as well. <laughs> and there was a point where I was like about to turn it on. And I was like, oh, shit. It thinks I'm on the next episode halfway through. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let this... <laughs> <laughs> this just like flying all over the place yeah like i'm trying to remember where i'm ahead of you now I'm all on, you gotta do is let me get ahead of you by two episodes and it doesn't matter anymore i'm almost at the end of episode two and i think episode two is way better than episode one so like give it some time to percolate yes. if you're gonna give this show a go because i think it's the husband good. is a guy that i recognize and i couldn't place him and i didn't look him up but there's a few familiar faces it's a it, mm. it's you know it's typical like la Hollywood, downtown, LA kind of joint. It's got that girl from Superbad who uh, has her period on Jonah Hill's And she's leg. playing a mom now, yeah. which made me feel a thousand fucking years old. Yeah, like she her- was probably younger than me in Superbad. You know, her doing that bit where she's like, like we're invisible now. and like That was very the, funny, yeah. yeah. This is a fun show. I'm taking it. Especially yeah. for an Apple TV show. This is one of the realest shows they've ever made. I think Rose Byrne just signed a sweetheart deal with them or something because she did that show Physical as well. Ooh, she did. That is an example of a show that's not real. With Rory O'Connor or whatever <laughs> that guy's name is. Rory Culkin? Who the Culkin, fuck is that? Yeah. No, yeah. Rory... Oh, I want to get it. I want to get it. The comedian? He's funny. I like him. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm not going to get it. Okay. God damn it. Not either. Hold on. Let me look it up real quick. I need to know now. Hey, computer. What is the male star from the Apple TV Plus show Physical's name? From physical on June 18th. Okay, she doesn't know what's up, but I got it here. It's Rory Scovel. She was getting there. Oh, okay. I cut her she off. had I'm, it. I'm sorry, Alexa. She's slow, though. I thought she was going launching into some other whole thing. Rory Scovel. Yes. Okay. That show, did you even try to watch that? We watched all of it, yeah. Both, Both seasons. Both? Yes. There were two? There might even be three. When did that even happen? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Apple TV might as well just put all of their shows under a passcode and Holy. no one can see them. Holy shit. Yeah. Folks. I watched all of it. We also watched almost all of like that servant show. Like I, I'm like <laughs> Mr. Apple TV. Echo, Bravo, whatever the fuck that show was called. Oh, Silo? <laughs> I haven't started Silo yet. I was making fun of Silo, and somebody said that they liked it. I know. I saw might have been Tom, my client. Hi, Tom. Someone on Twitter posted a clip of it, and I actually thought it looked kind of sick. I might start watching Silo. <laughs> I mean, we had a long weekend coming up. Maybe I get into Silo. Say, Who knows what's going to happen? I'm getting tattooed tomorrow, but I have nothing else all day. And then I did tell Lucy that I would take her mini golfing on Sunday, but that's our whole day. That's fucking cute as hell. That and Monday, like we're, all, we're not doing anything except picking up tuna. Tuna's been on vacation at my mom's because she was distressed. Tuna. Tune. Um, what That's else did you watch? Anything? That's all, everything that I watched, pretty much. 
I think that might be everything I watched. Let me just leave through here. We did. I mean, I'd look at oh. right in that fat, ugly face of hers. I'd say, Rosie, you're fired. I did watch the first episode of Arnold Schwarzenegger's new Netflix series called Fubar. Any good? Mm. Is it embarrassing? Mm. New, like now, like telling me to get the vaccine, Arnold, and up <laughs> is a little embarrassing. I love Arnold. I'm always in. That being said, the like, who gives a shit about your freedom? Get the fucking vaccine. Like, and then like a bunch of shit. Yeah, like I prefer Arnold. I wish this was a show about him like hanging out with that little horse he has and like mm. bidding around in his backyard. Or like him doing weird bodybuilding poses with a, with a semi boner. This is one of those, uh, this is like a, a scripted show that has a budget. It's like an action comedy where he's basically playing himself but it's like all meta and I'm just tired of shows like this where I don't know how to explain this. No, it's, I know. It's just like, I don't, you don't need to. I, I agree. It's just bad. It's really bad. And like, I love Arnold. I'd watch him like do almost anything, but this show was like bumming me out and I couldn't even like listen to it anymore. Well, <laughs> I was I, looking at my phone, just listening to it, getting mad, <laughs> being like, what? Ah, fuck. Everything stinks. At least on Netflix. Wait, were you watching it on your phone? No, but like I was looking at my okay, phone understood. doing other stuff, you know, just completely checked yes. out as you are with all. That's how I watch it. That's how I watch everything now. Yeah. Just phone out. But even that aside, like I, I glanced up at the screen. I saw what was doing <laughs> and, you know, mm. it's just like an That's excuse for content. He's like, it's me. I'm a former politician. Now I, I don't want to be an action star, but oh, I'm getting embroiled in this weird. It's just, uh. It's dumb, shitty. Seems like it should be a quibby. Fucking made me sad about the state of entertainment at large. But uh, yeah, I think that's enough. <laughs> I do too. As I just... It's always kind of funny when we go out on a sour <laughs> note, like a couple of cunts. Like, I hated it. Like a complete unwinding. Folks, we do like stuff sometimes. Do we, we do. like anything this week? Um... We liked white men can't jump, I think. I guess, yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. I'm still workshopping outro music that isn't all summer long by Kid Rock. Okay, yeah. Maybe we start all right, I going got out idea. to... I'm trying to think of like the hot cut of the moment. What's the song of the summer going to be? Does Chet Hayes have like a new cut bubbling up? Not to my knowledge. I think he probably figured out that it was not fun anymore. Fuck. And gave up. He's trying to like sell workout programs now. It's fire. I mean, folks, next week on the program, we'll be discussing uh, the Little Mermaid remake because we'll both have definitely gone to see that in a movie theater. Nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not either. Why, why, just, why? just in case my sarcasm isn't coming across, folks, I'm not going to do that. I'm not that unwell. I feel like you would. Fuck. You might be You'd right. see, if I told you, if I was like, yo, let's go see The Little Mermaid, you'd be in. You don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'd, I'd get into the bit of well, right. that being the thing. Yeah. I saw Gotti in theaters. <laughs> you sure did, bud. <laughs> I walked out, but I saw it. Gotti too. Hopefully in the works. And I think, I feel like something good comes out. We'll talk about the end of Succession. Barry. Oh, hot. I it's gotta gonna have say, spoilers, though. I like the beginning of this final season of Barry. I think the past couple have like fallen off a cliff, and I think I hate the show suddenly. What? 
Did I say oh. that? That's a teaser to next week. Yep. Wow. We'll All see right. what happens. Hey, that's enough. Folks, have a good one. wondering if you were going to come in as like Christian Slater or something. Hey, man. I was going to come in. Did you ever see Mr. Robot? I almost man? put on another Beatles song on and did the thing again, but then it froze and I gave up. And now I'm just sitting here like a fucking baboon. Hmm. <laughs> Into it. Hey, listen, I got to go, but thank you, buddy. I got to go. Listen, buddies, we got to go, but thank you.